everybody, Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming to you from the office desk, my uh, semi-comfortable fake leather chair. Um, actually, I think that was Jamie's that she left here because she couldn't take it with her. <laughs> so, the parts cavern is doing well. We've actually been selling good on eBay lately, so a few things have been going out, but that doesn't mean I haven't been hauling more stuff in. So yeah, always a steady stream of <clears throat> parts going in and out. So if you're looking for parts, find us on eBay, Binder Boneyard, or let me know what you're looking for here. Um, email us, binderboneyardpodcast at gmail. Um, my phone number's on the uh, various media pages and stuff. So I'm going to make you work a little bit for that one. So hit the social medias, uh, Instagram, Facebook, you'll find my phone number there. So <laughs> that's probably terrible marketing, but, uh, <laughs> it's just what it is. Or maybe it's great marketing to get you to go to the social pages. So anyway, thank you everyone for listening, for subscribing, for liking it, for sharing it, for donating, picked up some more Patreon donations. So, that's great. Um, you guys are really helpful. Um, super awesome. So yeah, just, uh, I, I can't thank you guys enough for the support and the love and, uh, the constant, you know, the messages on Facebook and, and through the socials and then the encouraging words, it, it really helps. And I'm, I'm thankful that, uh, thankful that I have the opportunity. So again, getting to live the dream here you know not always a dream but it's um <laughs> it's better than working for the man so um just want to remind everybody uh and i'm probably going to do this quite a bit over the course of the next six months but the uh route 66 cruise uh in march of 2019 um bring your international it's open to Everyone with an international. Uh, that's the only stipulation. It's my goddamn birthday, so I'm setting the rules. And I say you have to drive it. No towing it. No international-powered Fords or anything like that. It's got to be an international vehicle. So, I mean, of course it can be repowered with something else. But uh, but needs to be a scout or a pickup or a travel all or an air porter or a cub cadet lawnmower or something like that so um but we're going to be traveling route 66 from west to east uh it's going to be march 16th through the 19th so i don't know how far we'll get uh, i'm totally gonna kind of just lollygag and drag my feet and look for look for what i can and see what jumps out at me and and uh yeah just see what kind of neat stuff i can run into so that's the whole point like i said it's my 40th birthday so i'm gonna make it count and uh make it memorable um you know those milestone birthdays some of you guys roll your eyes at that sort of stuff but you know uh, that's fine you can feel that way but i i enjoy 
some of these things. And, you know, my 30th birthday, I enjoyed it with some good friends riding dirt bikes and several different strip clubs and getting way too drunk and all of that. Um, I've been on the wagon for six years now, so uh, no more getting drunk, but uh, nothing wrong with dirt bikes and strip clubs. So anyways, maybe there's a strip club along 66. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what kind of shady shit we can run into. So, <laughs> But anyways, March 16th through the 19th, starting in the L.A., maybe Bakersfield. I haven't decided where we're starting from yet, but I kind of like Bakersfield. Um, I believe it starts there. i got to double-check my map. But, uh, yeah, so 16th through the 19th, 2019. Let me know if you want to join. Send us an email. Chime in on the socials. Um, We'll start putting together a tentative list of everybody that wants to go. And and like I said, if I end up going by myself, um, then that's fine because it's for me anyways. So yeah, I just thought you guys would want to join in. But anyway, um, speaking of cruises, there is next weekend, uh, September 14th through the 20th about is the Cummins Repower Tour. Um, I signed up for that. Uh, I am going to be taking part in the Idaho, Montana, um, Idaho again, and the Washington sections. I'll bail out when they get to Portland um, because I don't want to be gone that long. Uh, as is, I'm going to be gone... Thursday through Sunday, so um, yeah, I'm gonna bail out on that just because there's a lot going on in the shop, and I probably shouldn't go, but again, I feel like it's a little bit of marketing. Um, shake some hands, get to meet some people, and and uh, you know, kind of help grow the business a little more. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm busy on social media, but. Sometimes people don't know you exist if you don't get in front of their face and, you know, show them, show them that you're around. Um, the itinerary looks pretty fun. A lot of sightseeing. A lot of you're stopping at a Cummins-sponsored shop every day. Um, there's some catered lunches, it looks like, and nice, decent hotels every night that, have, of course, you got to pay for. But, um, you know, you're not staying at the Super Value Motel 5. So I'll probably end up sleeping in the truck half the time because I'm a cheap ass like that and would rather spend the money on the business instead of fancy hotels. So anyway, but yeah, so that's this coming weekend. Uh, if you're in the Idaho Falls, Missoula, Coeur d'Alene, Seattle, any of that area, um, you'll probably see us rumble through. I've got open seats in the truck if uh, anybody wants to tag along, um, cover part of the hotel, whatever. Um, you're welcome. Just chime in if you want. Um, so, again, let me know. I posted this on the socials. I will post it again on Instagram and Facebook and um, probably be posting it uh, around. So let me know if you want to join in. And you'll see it on the socials too. So when it starts, I'm sure I'll be posting a ton of shit. Um, 
my stories get pretty busy on things like that. Uh, if you guys aren't following the Instagram stories, yeah, really check them out. Uh, they're kind of fun. They're quirky. They're a little bit of the extras behind the scenes stuff that happens here. A lot of me ranting about shit that's not important, like, you know, at least not important for internationals, but it's, you know, about people and their manners and whatnot. So, um, give it a, give those a look, see if you want, but yeah, Cummins tour next weekend, uh, 14th through the 20th. Um, and I bring that up because I'm bringing my black truck, uh, and it has a Cummins 12 valve in it. If you guys remember my story from before about driving my black truck across the country with the 392 and the Borg Warner and all that and um, cracking the head and destroying a spindle and various other little mishaps along the way. Um, I got back and the engine was deteriorating more and more um, as I drove it. Um, whatever that shit was that I dumped in it to seal the head gasket created a cooling system problem, which I knew it would. Um, don't write me and be like, yeah, dipshit, what do you think was going to happen? No, I knew that it would, but I wanted it to get through the trip. So that's why I dumped that stuff in there and hope for the best. I would never do that normally. I don't believe in chemical fixes. Um, you know, this Lucas shit or the head gasket repair or the, you know transmission sealer in a bottle all that shit that's just a terrible band-aid and i don't use it i don't believe in it i don't like to send people that direction um i just don't i don't i don't like it and so i don't do that shit but because of the nature of the trip and desperation and whatnot i i did i dumped some of that stuff in the cooling system to try and seal that head crack and of course like i said it didn't work um, so when I got home, the truck was just deteriorating more and more. And, uh, so I got a guy stopped by and asked me if I wanted to buy some scout parts. So I went out to his house and sitting in the barn in the corner under a tarp was this Cummins 12 valve, six, six BT people call it six BTs. Um, out of an 89 Dodge pickup. So that's a turbo, of course, but no intercooler. So it's piped, the turbo is piped right into the intake. So, you know, they're limited. They get hot air jammed in them, so they don't make as much power. This one's only 100 and, I want to say it's 160 horse. Um, so I bought it um, and got it back to the shop. And it sat on the floor for a little while. And then I started going over it. And the guy had taken some things off of it and then left them off. And so uh, one of the injectors got pulled out. And rat shit and pee and moisture and everything went down the number six cylinder. So I had my cousin over at D&D &D Diesel and Spray. He pulled the head for me and did head gasket and valve covers and all that. Um... I did rear main seal and front timing cover and the KDP. And I I had put new injectors in it, and then it didn't matter because the head had to come off anyways. Um, did you know new power steering pump and just knew everything. I did this seven blade um, seven blade water pump out of a six seven um, because that's an upgrade you can do to the five nines. 
um, to move a little bit more water. Uh, so did that. Just did a bunch of stuff, you know, a bunch of random shit to the engine. That was all supposed to help it survive. Um, and then I sourced a transmission uh, from a friend of mine, knew a guy that knew a guy that had a 518, uh, which is the overdrive automatic from a Dodge that um, is non-electronic. So it's non-lockup, so the converter slips all the time. And the the only electric part in it is the overdrive, which is pretty much just a toggle on and off. And that's what I did. I put a toggle switch on the dash or under the dash to make that transmission shift when I want it to. Um, because the overdrive, towing an overdrive will kill those things. We all know that. Uh, you don't tow an overdrive. Um, but I do. I put a bunch of coolers on it and it's got a deep pan and a ton of stuff. And so um, I had my local transmission guy build it for me. Super heavy duty. Uh, not heavy duty enough though, because we've got over fifty thousand on it now, and the torque converter is starting to slip, and it's getting hot, so it's going to need a torque converter. But um, <laughs> other than that, it's been a really great transmission. Um, it originally was two wheel drive because I was running the divorced transfer case, uh, just like they did from the factory. Well, the problem was that I ran into was that the divorced case was in the overdrive automatic it was too long so i the the tail shaft of the automatic was actually running into where the transfer case was um or really close the the jack shaft that would have gone between the two of them would have been very very close so i didn't want to redrill the frame and move it back and all that shit so i found a friend online had the 518 four-wheel drive tail housing and so had that shipped over from pennsylvania um i think that's where brandon was and uh had it sent over had the transmission shop switch out that tail shaft because i don't do automatics not that deep anyways um and then I put a round pattern 205 on it that I got from uh, Levi at Old Iron. And so now I'm essentially all Dodge. This is how it would have came in an 89 four-wheel drive Dodge pickup. This is how it would have came. Um, the injection pump ended up being bad because it sat for so long. It was full of moisture and it rusted and it wouldn't make pressure. So I had a friend out of Montana send me one that he had that was a kind of a junky one, but he said it ran. and It was off of a friggin' airport tug, so it was tuned completely wrong. Um, it was made, all of its power was made at like 1,200. And anything over that, it just, the EGTs went through the roof. So had to become an expert at pump fiddling. So it was, you know, the fucking star wheel under the vacuum cap and the pin and then the fuel screw. And I just had to go back and forth and hunt and hunt and finally found the sweet spot where when it's running empty, I don't ever have to worry about it. But when I'm towing and long grades, 
Uh, the EGTs will start to get up there, so I have to always monitor that. But running empty, the thing just hauls ass. Um, it's a good truck. But looking back, and I give this advice to everyone, I spent so much putting this drivetrain together that I could have bought a whole Dodge truck and just stole the drivetrain out of it. Um, and that includes axles. I should have, because I've got a 44 front out of an international, then I put Chevy outers on it for the disc brakes, and then I had the 60 in the back, and then I got that 70 from Scott. And now currently it has a 14 bolt uh, from a one ton Chevy. And it's got 373 gears. So essentially I should have just bought a Dodge pickup and swapped everything in. And then I could have had axles and everything. Um, because for what I spent on all that stuff, I could have easily, easily, easily <laughs> bought a Dodge truck and blew it up. Um, and that's why I have the, I call it the cowboy truck, which is a 93, 92 Dodge, one ton, four wheel drive with a Cummins um, that I used to drive a lot. But once I finished the black truck, I hardly need to drive the cowboy truck anymore. So, um, but I have that truck for the donor for the next project, which is um, either a 63 Travelette. Um, that I've been eyeballing from a friend or my 59 three-door travelette. Um, either one of those is going to get that drivetrain and uh, and then the black truck will go down the road, sell it to somebody or something. Hopefully, hopefully somebody's interested in it. But I want, <clears throat> I want real money for it. I don't want to give it away. It's, you know, been rust repaired and all that stuff. So, so the right buyers out there, but I'll probably eBay it and hope for the best. But I don't know. Um, so that's why I'm going on the Cummins cruise because I got this Cummins. And then also we have three projects with the 2.8 uh, four-cylinder Cummins, not the 4BT. This is actually the 2.8 um, common rail motor that they have now that's their their baby they've been pushing to everybody for doing swaps and stuff uh, great little engine 310 foot pounds of torque so that's pretty awesome uh, that'll move a lot of stuff so so that'll be great um, so that's another reason why I'm going because we've got three of these things here you know that's uh, 27 uh, yeah twenty seven thousand dollars worth of uh, Cummins engines on the ground here so yeah I think we should get a a metal or something for that um, now remind you I didn't buy these these are all customer provided uh, engines but still um, you know if we weren't here doing the work they might not have done the uh, made the purchase so yeah so that'll be fun uh, follow along on the socials and you'll see updates from there so, and speaking of socials if you saw today I posted a picture I'm sorry today is Friday so I know you guys are listening on Saturday um, of a green 1210 two-wheel drive that got pulled in on a tow strap yesterday, Thursday. Um, the guy says he was driving it down the road, 
kind of sputtered out and died. Wouldn't start. No start, no start. So they towed it in here on a strap. Um, I popped the hood, tried to start it. The coil was ridiculously hot. Like, as soon as you turn the key on, the coil just got, like, almost too hot to touch. So, put a new coil on it. Still didn't start. Has points still. Check the point gap. It was on. I popped a new condenser in it because current uh, current point sets and condenser sets are terrible. And the... Um, condensers fail all the time they're just awful so uh i threw a new condenser in it or a used condenser that i knew was good because those always seem to last and uh still didn't start so now i had to go a little deeper took the air filter off because i hadn't done that yet and the there was a bunch of gas in it so then i went to turn it over again to see what the carburetor was doing and it was blowing air and gas out the intake every every revolution the engine made you could watch it pop you know just psh, 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 air and gas coming out of the carb that's not good so then took a spark plug out and put a compression tester in number one and it made eight pounds of compression so then for fun we took the oil filler cap off which is above between number one and number two, or yeah, number one and number three. I'm sorry, I'm on the <laughs> I'm on the wrong side of the engine. So it was number two. The front cylinder on passenger side is number two. So that was the one we checked. So then we took the um, cap off, which is between number two and number four, and uh, I cranked it over and backbone looked down the hole, and none of the rocker shafts would move. So if the rockers aren't moving, not rocker shafts, just rockers, none of the rockers were moving. If the rockers don't move, then that means there's nothing to push them. So either all of the push rods got bent, which the valves would close if that were the case, and it wouldn't be pushing stuff out of the carb. Or it broke a cam gear or broke the cam itself. Um, if there's no gear touching the crank, then there's nothing to turn the cam and nothing for the cam to move the valves. So the cam was stopped and holding the intake valves open, or at least one. Um, and then, uh, you know, letting all this, no compression, it wouldn't start blowing fuel out. All that stuff. So that was my deduction anyways, was that there must be something broken in the cam or cam gear. Because without it turning the cam, without it moving the rockers, you know, it's and unless it bent all of the valve springs, I mean, or the valve stuck or something like that. But the guy was driving this thing every day. I've seen him all over town. He's been driving it for months, um, and I know that because every, almost every day, somebody says, "Oh, you should go look at that green truck that old Scott drives." And I'm like, "No, I know, I saw it." And so I, you know, I'm familiar with this truck because it's been around. So yeah, so it 
probably got over revved. Uh, he said his stepson was driving it, so we know how young adults are on these old trucks. They're hell on them. I know because I was one, and my first actual driver truck was a 69 Ford F100 uh, 390 or 360 I mean uh, automatic two-wheel drive and I would do one wheel peels in that everywhere everywhere and uh, yeah I ran the shit out of it I ended up melting the transmission down in that truck and that's another story for another day when I start my Ford podcast <laughs> which won't ever happen so um anyway so that was my engine diagnosis for this green truck and the guy was pretty bummed but i have another core here 345 we could put in it for him to get it back on the road he's debating on what he wants to do if he wants to try and sell the truck with a bad engine or what so anybody that saw it um uh, you know you might this thing might be on the market pretty soon so I don't have much use for a two-wheel drive truck uh, unless it's a lowered truck like my 56. Um, so this weekend uh, on Saturday is the swap meet in Redmond. I will be taking my 56 just to cruise down there and hang out and, and say hi to everybody. So um, yeah, if you're in Redmond, Oregon, and you want to go to the swap meet, you should come down and say hi. Um, I'll probably be alone, so <laughs> I'll be I'll be open to talk to just about anybody. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, but no, um, my '56 is great. I'll tell a story about that one uh, maybe next time. But anyway, so we're we're getting to the end of the show here. So again, thank you everyone um, for everything. Please. Keep sharing, keep liking, keep the five star ratings up. Um, you know, I just, I just can't thank everybody enough uh, for all of it. Uh, just the support has been great. I do appreciate it. Um, and uh, you know, the social medias, keep sharing, keep liking. I, when you know, a rising tide raises all ships. So whatever that saying is. So. It just it's great i'm grateful i'm super appreciative and um and we're gonna keep this thing going and keep the shop going and keep cranking out the work and uh keep everybody on the road keep these internationals going and and uh you know do my part i know i part them out sometimes is bad we don't part out really great ones we just part out the the bad ones and you know that can keep several more on the road so I don't feel as bad about it. Uh, and you guys know that if you saw the Red Rocket build, you know that we've nursed some pretty shitty trucks back to health. So, um, you know, I don't part them out because I love it. I part them out because I think it, they have to be. So anyway, until next time, Dan, Binder Boneyard, and uh, talk to you guys soon. <laughs>